0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Jane Urquhart. Now, many of you know that uh, just before Easter, we did a, a series called "God's Lordship in the Home," and we were looking at what it means. What does it mean to have God's shalom in our home? his uh, it means peace but it means a lot more than what we understand that in English it means his abundant total well-being it means nothing missing nothing lost and and How do we see God's shalom come into our home? How do we see his lordship in there? What does it mean? The Bible talks about us being priests you know, to him. So we translated that word to being pastors. So I'm not the priest in your home or the pastor in your home. You are the priest or the pastor in your home. So therefore you're the one who has responsibility where you are to see God's lordship and his shalom come into your home. Home, And why I've asked these guys to come up and just uh, share for a few minutes is because they've been kind of outworking what we were teaching a few months ago in their home. And I just wanted you guys and ask these guys to kind of share the, what God's doing and what's happening in your family and uh, the good stuff, but also some of the challenges to get from the last few months to where you are now. Is that okay? Yeah. So Chris... Um, can you just kind of give us a bit of a heads up? What what impact is, is that teaching had on you guys, and how are you working that out? Um, well,
1: we, as a family, it's not like we um, never met together, never hung out together, or didn't have meals together, but um, the the impact it's had is where where we've invited God into. A family meal time once a week uh, or more if we can but we're a busy family there's a lot of us so we, we just try and make sure that it, at least we have that touch point once a week sit down meal together and what we do there is we just invite God into that into that space um I pray for well we have a meal like normal but we I pray for everyone at the table now um I didn't necessarily used to do that, we'd say grace or something like that, um, but the laying off of hands, the intentional um, just bringing God into into our family time and into those meals, yeah. it's, well, it's not like our house was bedlam before, but there's a lot of us but, and there's you know kids, but it wasn't like that before. But the peace, the presence of God is just in our home and it's, it, you can note, it, we've noticed the difference there's a difference in our kids there's a difference in how, how we relate to each other um, and, and just having that every, every week has just brought in the presence of God into our home Great, so w- was
0: that easy to get that going? So when you said to your, your, the whole family right, you know, at least once a week when we have dinner together we're going to sit, we're going to pray together we're going to have communion I'm going to pray for you all I mean what was their response to that initially?
1: It's it's like when, I mean, if you've had kids before, you could, you could have. Do you want to answer this one? Go on then. You <laughs> answer Suki.
2: It was hard to do <laughs> no, Um Chris. In the beginning, when we were doing it, because, like, being totally honest, we've got a small house and we've got four children. And sometimes in the evenings, all we want to do is, some our sons over there, sorry, Josh, all we want to do is sometimes get them. In the room so we can relax and have a bit of time on our own. So it was a it was a it was a shift for us because we had to be less selfish. Because obviously we bring them down. Not that, like as Chris said, it's not that we put them upstairs all the time. But sometimes you just want to relax. <laughs> uh, so we were like, there was a resistance at first. We didn't we didn't know how. We wasn't sure if we were going to do it. We didn't know if they wanted to do it. And there was a really really funny time. So we did it once, and then the next time we did it, um, Chris and another one of our children, who will remain nameless, had a little um, argument.
0: Had a moment.
2: They did. Yeah. And they both came downstairs in awful moods, right? So we all sat at the table and it's like none of us are speaking. And I'm like <laughs> kicking him under the table like, you're the grown-up, make up with him. And he wasn't shifting. And on the inside I was like, why are we even doing this? It, you know, it doesn't listen to what it's about. It's not what it's looked like. And um, our youngest is three, and we were all sitting there not speaking, and she pipes up and she goes, well, Dada, are you gonna pray now? But you know what? still stubborn, still nothing. <laughs> so we're so So
0: she's, she's confessing yeah. in public for you.
2: Yeah.
0: Is that all right? So, <laughs> okay.
2: So yeah. we still ignore her. <laughs> and then the next thing she does is she gets off her seat. And she does what Chris normally does. And she comes round to each one of us and lays hands on us and starts praying for us. And it just broke, like, that horrible atmosphere. And then we were, we were just amazed because, to be honest, she was the last one we thought has picked up on what we'd been doing. And that just sort of um, shamed us as well because we are like, the youngest in our family is realising that this is a good thing and she yeah. wants it. Cool. And it was just, it was powerful.
0: That's brilliant. <laughs> What, My do, you last, do you want to have the last? you want have the last word, mate? <laughs> so, yeah. No, I it's true. All, it's all true. <laughs> right. it's all
3: true. <laughs> <Definitely done. laughs>
0: so, anything else you want to say? Just because obviously <laughs> we've got to finish on a good note. That's the whole point of this. Not finish on a on a. So you've seen a change in your family. So now, a few months down the line, because that was maybe a bit tricky at the beginning, but now a few months down the line, what's what's happening now?
1: Well, now, now, I mean, now our kids ask when when we haven't done it. Okay. Uh, If if it gets later on in the week or whatever and we haven't done it, our kids start to go, are we going to have a meal together? And, and, I mean, it's amazing to be able to to say to everyone, we're all going to have a meal together and we're going to sit down. And praying for each other It's just become... Normal to become like the, the the status quo, but it's but we're just surprised by how how what's come out of it. The 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 atmosphere in the home is different. Um, we're all reading the word more, just just spontaneously. We don't we don't like pressure our kids yeah. into reading the word or anything like that. It's just it just. You, you said to me
0: the other day that your kids are now. One, I don't know if it was one of them or some of them are now talking to their mates. Uh, is that right? Or, or, just, we'll just finish with this, yeah.
2: Yeah, this is a nicer story. So um, I want, um, we have obviously four children. And so out of our hearts changing from being you know, less focused on us and more focused on God, he's brought like alignment to us and the kids with him. So then, um, sorry if your kids come to our house because I'm being honest about myself here, not about anyone's children. But when kids have come round, again, we've always had that mindset of, oh, we want some peace and quiet, so we'll set the time to a certain time and be like, right, they've got to go home at this time. Or Because we wanted to protect what we thought was our time. But God shifted all of that around. So um, our two eldest are age 13 and 15, and they've got some really good church friends here. And we, from this, just said, look, have your church friends over whenever you want. We don't mind. And it's always on a Saturday. And um, in those moments, when the first time they all came over there's maybe about five or six god spoke to us and said you know why don't you serve them and do a meal for them rather than it just being like you know make yourself sandwiches here's some crisps so we did some nice food for them all and um our kids what's happened since um is they're getting them at the table they're eating the meal and they're all chatting about god they've got worship music on and it's just amazing because they, they like games and stuff, so they're playing games, but they switch all of that off and they sort of model what we've been doing and sit around the table and chat and encourage one another. So it's Brilliant. just good that it's influencing yeah, so good, eh? others. Yeah. So
0: good. That's it's encouraging, good. isn't it? Brilliant. Thanks, guys, for sharing. Thank Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. OK, so... Uh, You've got you've got just a a little kind of handout on your seats there and we've just it's very simple God's Lordship in the home and there's a few uh, notes there just to remind you of of some of the just really really simple some of the teaching that we gave if you if you haven't heard the messages you can go on the website KingdomFaith.com go to the podcast page and you can listen to all the Lordship messages. But in there also, there's some really, really practical bits on on just having a meal together, having communion together, and this is a guide. This is to help. This is, don't, don't necessarily use it as a as a bit of liturgy. Right, we've got to do this and go like that and say that and pray this. This is just to help you uh, in your home. So and uh, just to have like a Shabbat meal together. And very simple. It's just really having dinner, having communion, and then praying for one another, speaking some scriptures and, and that kind of stuff. And we want to just encourage you, if you haven't started to do that in your home, just want to encourage you to do that. Everything we do as Christians is by faith. These guys had the same response maybe as, as some of us where it's like, well, how's this going to work? Do my kids want to do that? Will this? And as they've kind of done it, a few months down the line, they've got a whole different atmosphere going on in, in their home. So just want to encourage you, that is, that's for obviously to use as a guide, not as a, not as a thing you have to stick to as such. So let's welcome Jane up. She's going to carry on because what she's going to speak about is going to carry on from, from last week. And the video that we had last week uh, that, that went to all the congregations was uh, really to help prime the pump in prayer in a fresh way in the life of the church so again if you haven't seen that then I encourage you to listen to that from last week because that will help this week to also make sense
4: Great, I think, I think I'm, on, yeah, I'm on this Great, how exciting eh? I love hearing that when we, Chris went into detail before on the phone with Clive about how it was a real struggle for him to do that to step out with the, with the kids. It was a struggle for the kids, but they've overcome. And now there's fruit. It's just yeah. brilliant. Like I said, everything we do is by faith. Um, but God's on the move, yeah? yeah? I love this morning. I love the sound in the room, the sound in the worship. is like, come on. There's something shifting in just the sound, what God's saying, what God's doing, how he wants to just move by his spirit in our homes and our lives and our our communities and um, I want to invite Ruth McGowan up it's a morning of interviews is that okay because we just want to hear what God is doing um, in relation to prayer and Ruth shared this at the prayer uh, meeting uh, last week or week before at the impact prayer meeting of what um, uh, a prayer initiative that's going on in in a local school so that's for you you can just share (laughs) what's going on thank you
5: hello um yeah basically we started a prayer group at our school all saints my two older boys go there and about four years ago um I had four kids as well (laughs) and um there's a you know it's hard to get involved in stuff even going into school and reading or doing things like that with the kids I was finding a struggle um but then we were like we can just pray you know that that is the most important thing we can do for our school and to help the children there and the staff so um about Um, Women, school mums from about seven or eight different churches around Horsham um, just started getting together to pray every month for the school, for the headmistress, for the kids. Um, And it was just an awesome time, you know, coming together, getting to know each other, but having that opportunity to pray for our school. We started having a book that we gave to the school every month so that they could write down prayer requests in it and cake to bribe them Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so they could write their prayer requests in it um, and that would come back to us so we could pray into specific things. So, yeah, that's been going on for four years. And we started having events every summer as well, just to build relationship with this teaching staff, with the headmistress, so they knew that they were encouraged, that there was somebody out there, you know, supporting them and praying for them, because it's a a tough job, um, as any teachers out there probably know. Um, So, yeah, we've been doing that. and, And I'd also shared in the VIP probably a few years ago about it. And everyone in the VIP really prayed into it as well and just prayed that we'd, we'd see God do something, you know, he'd move something forward in the school. Um, and the headmistress approached one of the members who who's leading it called Ali Fishpool from CLC Church um, and suggested, could we work with them on what's called a prayer trail? So they'd had the idea of teaching the children at the school more about prayer. Um, would we get involved with them and do it with them? So it, it's really humbling, actually, because... You know, God's doing that. That's mm. nothing to do with us. That's to do with the fact that we've been praying. You know, that's that's all mm. it's to do with, really, that, you know, we've been faithful in the little we can give as school mums yeah. and we've had backup from our churches. So, um, yeah, it was so exciting, basically. She said, we want to work with you guys to do something about prayer at school for the kids. So, basically, this Thursday and Friday, we're doing a prayer trail. So, what that entails is the whole school are gonna go around this trail over two days. The parents are invited around to go around this prayer trail and anybody else who wants to do it. So if there's anyone out here who feels inspired or encouraged or wants to see a bit more, you're very welcome to come along, just talk to me afterwards. Um, so every member of the school is gonna go through this trail. So what we're doing, we've got five different stages of this trail, all kind of with bunting rounds. So it's gonna be fun for the kids. They can follow it round and all looking at dis- different aspects of prayer. So we've got one that's intercession, repentance, thanksgiving, praise, and um, did I say repentance? Yeah. Oh, no, I can't remember the other (laughs) one. Oh, being still, that's it. So, (laughs) So basically we're doing it in a creative way so it's fun for the kids. So for example... Being still, we've got a big wigwam with fairy lights and soft things inside so the kids can really just chill out and spend time learning about what it's like to be be still with God. Um, I'm doing the intercession one. So in that, we're going to have spheres of influence. So they're going to stand in the middle of a circle and then move out to affect different, pray about different areas of influence. So first of all, family, then school, then country, then the world. Yeah. And then we're going to basically... Um, Sure I'll explain that afterwards, but yeah, basically what we're doing as well with each one is we've got a picture to represent what we're doing, so it makes it simple for the children to understand, so the intercession picture is a bridge, so what they're going to do after that is place a stone on a picture of a bridge we've got to illustrate how intercession links what we're praying for are the people we're praying for to god really? so um yeah that's the intercession one repentance we're washing clothes we're actually writing down things we want to be sorry for on things dipping in the water so they come out clean we have big washing lines wow. um yeah so it's, so it's, it's all really good creative stuff for the kids to yeah. do and we're all leading with these stations mm. and we all got other people who come into the church involved too so there's a a team of us who do bible-based assemblies so we didn't just want it to be about our little group we wanted it to be open to others so we asked them to get involved too would the open the book team like to help so they're on the rotor they're all helping so it's it's a real community project Mm. and yeah we're just believing that we're going to see a change yeah. in the school amen yeah. amen right. but, Come on. you know there are a lot of non christian children at the school and i think there's only probably two christian teachers so that the fact that they're all going round yeah. it who they might not even know about prayer they're really going to get a bit of a masterclass yeah. about what prayer is yeah. and we're going to get 2 minutes at each station mm. to explain it to explain what our picture is and to mm. give them a verse that yeah. god's given us to Brilliant. explain it Brilliant, so yeah it's 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 really Come exciting on. yeah
4: Do you want to pray for Thursday? Yeah. Let's yeah. stand and reach out our hands. We're going to pray for Thursday and then what God's going to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, I just thank you, thank you
5: Jesus. for this opportunity. I just thank you for this open door you've given us mm. into All Saints School, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just thank you, Lord, that our prayers have made a difference to you lord jesus the prayers of the church have made a difference to you and and really opened up this relationship with the headmistress lord jesus with those teachers there lord and i just thank you lord that it's going to be a powerful time lord jesus Mm, i just pray that this prayer trail is going to be one of excellence and it's not about who's involved or what we're doing it's about you lord jesus thank you lord jesus i just pray lord that you are going to speak directly into the lives of these children
6: and these teachers, Lord
5: Lord Jesus, and the head teacher and anyone else who comes along, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that you talked to me about generations. And Mm. you said it's not just about sort of the older generations giving to the young generations but I just thank you that those young children are going to be teaching the adults about yes, you. you you know Lord. our school our church kids that are in those schools Lord yes, Jesus Lord. are going to be sharing with their teachers you, with the people thank that come Jesus. and visit Lord Jesus this young school mums are sharing with a headmistress you know their experience of prayer Lord, you, Lord Jesus we're sharing with other mums who don't know you yet Lord mm. Jesus and I just thank you That you are breaking through throughout all these generations, Lord Jesus, to see difference.
4: Yeah, amen. Lord, and
5: I just pray your presence is there in every single one of these stations, Lord. I just pray, Lord Jesus, that these children, these adults are just going to go away encouraged and excited, Lord, to know that prayer makes a difference. Amen, amen. And I just thank you, Lord, that it's not just about this school, Lord. I just pray yes. that this is like, just like a little match on, that lights something on. that catches, yes, Lord yes, Jesus. Yes, thank you, and that Lord. this is going to go from school to school, Amen. Lord Jesus. Amen. And we're going to see schools across Horsham, Lord yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Thirsty <clears> to know more about prayer yes, and to know more about you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord
4: Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Brilliant. Thanks, mate. <laughs> We just agree that that this is just the start. Amen? Yeah. <clears throat> she prayed it. We amen it. Um, it's so encouraging what God is doing. And like Ruth said, as a church, we've been praying into this. We've been, God's heard our prayers. He's moving in the school, moving in these parents' and these kids' lives. And, um, and God wants, by his Holy Spirit, to inspire us with ideas of how to reach our community. Amen? How to reach the the men and women and the children around us wherever you are positioned by him, wherever you're situated. The the ideas are brilliant. And I just speak a release of ideas from the Holy Spirit into your hearts and minds. And I want to get in that wigwam with the fairy lights and be still with Jesus. I'm there. (laughs) Anyway, that's me. Um, So... God is answering our prayers. Uh, one, another thing I just want to uh, just um, just share uh, for a few minutes is um, uh, how when when God spoke to us a year ago about changing the women's work and when He said about not doing um, the she conference. Anymore, but about reaching out more to the, uh, the women in our lives that don't know him and, um, and reaching them more on an ongoing basis than having just one event a year for you know women to come to. And so um, the two Katies in, uh, in our congregation, Katie Coles and Katie McGowan, um, uh, along with others, started to put on some outreach events for women uh, for us all to bring our friends and family and neighbours to. I've been bringing my neighbour when she's around and she loves it. So we have to get a date in the diary and make sure we both get here. Um, it's a really good time. So I encourage you to, ladies to bring your non-Christian friends, family, neighbours, whatever, to those events. Anyway, um, they've seen a shift in uh, Little Builders uh, with the mums and toddlers that are coming here in, in the week and um, just more relationship building, more women coming along to their events and, um, and more, more ladies coming along to the church from Little Builders. And yesterday... In the sea, at Goring, two of those ladies were baptised. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Uh, are the two Katies and Richard, because there was a guy who got baptised as well. Are the two Katies here and Richard, are you here? Here, just stand up? Because I, let's, there are two Katies at the back. Just give them a clap and honour you guys for getting in that water yesterday <laughs> And the tide had gone out, so you had to go quite far and get down on your backsides. And it was a different way of being baptized, but you made it. <laughs> you can sit down. But I just want to honour you for, for doing that. And what if people would get baptized in the seat? It's cold. But their testimonies beforehand were amazing. And I I'm hoping it was recorded. Because it would be great to show them at some point. If they weren't, we'll get them to maybe sit in the Fraser's yellow chair and have you just share your testimony again. Because what God has done in your lives, bringing you here, it's just, it's all glory to him, we know. But thanks, guys, for going for it and see yesterday. <laughs> it was a brilliant time. Um, but just encouraging for all of us that God is doing a new thing. Yeah, there's people coming, there's people getting saved as people want, are hungry to know more about God, people wanting to get baptised even in the cold sea. It's, it's exciting. I'm sure we'll do it again. Um, the, what, what I love about um, the, this, this season that, that, that we're in is, like I said, God wanting to give strategy, the Holy Spirit wanting to, to give ideas, creativity of how we can reach people around us it's all got to come from the holy spirit hasn't it it's not going to be our, our ideas it's it's spirit inspired um and if that's with other churches with other communities with with other believers from other places then so be it you know it's great god wants to reach our community and he's going to need everybody on board yeah um and it's the increase of of his government It's the increase of the kingdom It's the increase of righteousness peace and joy isn't it in people's lives. That's what that's what God wants. We have right standing with God. We have right standing with one another. We have peace with God. We are at peace with ourselves. We can have peace with others. We can have joy in our lives instead of despair, instead of hopelessness, instead of fear. All these things are going on out there in the world, but the kingdom is a kingdom of righteousness, peace and joy that hopefully we carry And can impart to everyone around us. And that is the heart of God. Um, In Isaiah, there's a famous scripture that we we sort of sing about at Christmas. But it says, for unto us a child is born, unto us his son is given, and a government will be upon his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that's what he is, yeah? Yeah. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. I'll say it again. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Amen. Because we can look at our world and look at our communities and think it's all going dark and down the tubes and desperate. And it is in one sense. But it says the increase of God's government and peace, there will be no end. He wants that to increase, and we are the carriers, guys. Yeah, Yeah, we carry all that. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. So through prayer, God wants to bring his kingdom right standing, peace and joy. And we all know at the moment our nation needs our prayers. Yeah? There's a proverb that says a rebellious nation is thrown into chaos. And that's what our nation is in at the moment. But leaders anointed with wisdom restore law and order. So we need to be praying. We are praying. Lord, bless our leaders. Lord, choose the right person to lead this country into your law and order and into your ways once again. Amen? We need to be praying for our nation. The nation It's almost like the nations are being weighed at the moment. It's almost like, you know if an old-fashioned pair of scales where you've got the, the bit in the middle and then the chains and then the things that hold the scales like that, yeah? Um, it's like the nations are being weighed before God, but our prayers tip the balance. We're just running with this at the moment. Our prayers the Tip the balance of how a nation looks like it's going to go. Our prayers matter. Yes. Amen. Our declarations, our our decrees. When when Jesus stood in front of the disciples and said, "Who do you say that I am?" And it's something that God's been challenging with me me with um, since we were praying fasting in January. If if I'm doubting, if I'm Shifting, or if stuff's going on, if there's fear or anything, it's like he stands in front of me and says, who do you say I am, Jane? And it confronts me right away with with all the rubbish, and I have to say, you are the Messiah, you are Lord, you are King, you're going to come through, you are the answer. And it's constant, it's like, who do you say I am? When he said that to the disciples, because everyone else was saying, oh Jesus is a good man, he's, you know, he's whatever, he's whatever. But Peter had this revelation from the Father, you are the Messiah, you are the Son of the living God. And when we know that, when we speak that and we declare that over our own lives and over our families and over our circumstances, um, who do you say that I am? And on this rock, on that truth, I will build my kingdom. So what we decree is important. What we pray is important. What we speak over our own lives and over one another's lives is important because God builds his kingdom because he said, on this rock I will build. And he basically was calling his, his people to legislate in the circumstances that they find themselves in, not just in the four walls of the church. We are to decree who he is wherever we are. We are to bring his kingdom Righteousness, peace and joy through our words and through our actions. That's what, that's what we're here to do. To legislate and see lives change. See the school change. Amen? Amen. He wants to break out. 2 Chronicles 7.14 If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, humble themselves. There's a rumble going on. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, that's us, it's only the church that can humble themselves before the Lord, and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. That's why we pray. It's so important. Us, God um, raises up his people and um, we were away recently at a prayer event and we, we heard this um, uh, little list of, of things from Scripture that God seems to do. He will raise up his weeping prophets in a nation. We need prophets in this nation. We need the prophetic word. We need the word of God once again in our nation. But when we pray and God gives us what to speak and decrees, God, God raises up his prophets, weeping prophets in a nation Then he raises up leaders to bring, to make his decisions. They can be godly leaders or he may even use Cyrus leaders. Someone who doesn't even know God but God will use them to move and act in in a nation, yeah? And God raises up Daniels, God's voice to leaders, to government, to advisors with wisdom and counsel. Basically intercessors shape history, can you say that to someone next to you? Intercessors shape history. We can see our nation and the nations changed. Amen? By, what, by, what, by doing what God says and by decreeing what God says. And we know at the moment our nation needs that. The nations need that. Um, Clive and I have just been traveling at different events, prayer events, and there's just prayer People of prayer prayer houses springing up all over the nations where people are praying and they are becoming places of influence and people of influence and seeing nations and governments change because of what they 're praying into and that 's exciting uh, we get so caught up in the in the little details of life don 't we um, that we and the struggles that we don 't always you know um, realise what's going on around us in the bigger picture, because we can look at what's going on in the news, hear the media, hear the politicians arguing, and it's like, oh, my goodness, where is this going? And um, we we had a... um, Clive and I, we were driving to... through Belgium uh, a couple of weeks ago. We went to The Hague for a Jerusalem prayer breakfast, um, which was an amazing event, and um, I think it was on the way there. uh, We had the sat-nav on in in the car... And um, and it was you know we were just Clive's following the road and the arrow and all the rest of it. Praise God for satnavs, eh? How did we ever get on before? <laughs> Argued over a map, I seem to remember. But anyway, we don't have those days anymore. Um, so this satnav, um, we, you know, we're following it, and then Clive said at one point, oh, I, I, "It's great following this, but I just wish I knew where we were, because <laughs> we had no idea where we were." And um, and I said, oh, "Let's we'll zoom out and see the big picture." And as soon as I said it, it was like it was like God just spoke to me. And that's what happens in life, isn't it? We get so caught up in the the little the little turns and the little that we haven't got. We don't see the bigger picture of what's going on, and we can get so focused and so oh God, where are you? What's going on? But actually, there's a big picture that's going on that is amazing. And I would say, church, be encouraged because God is moving. He's moving, and our prayers make all the difference. Um, scripture was always full, the, the, in Israel's history, is always full of the prophetic promises being given because he knew his people needed to not just look at what's going on, but look up, he's coming. Look up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. There's, there's good stuff ahead. I'm a good God, you're going to be blessed. And our life has to be that. We have to see what God is up to. And I would say, going from the, the, what we're talking about in the home here and to our community... I would say, when you look at the big picture of what God is doing, God is aligning the nations up with himself. It's not just about what he's doing with individuals. God is aligning nations at the moment with his plans and purposes. Things are shifting so that nations can come into their redemptive purposes. That's why we need to be praying. Amen? Nations at the moment are in the valley of decision with regards to God, with regards to his purposes for Jerusalem. Um, it's interesting. We were at a meeting in London recently uh, in Parliament. But, uh, it was a UK-Israel meeting, and there was an MP there, and he said, uh, "We are in a new dispensation," and we like, oh my goodness, we just hear that because I thought Clive's been preaching, "We are in a new dispensation," and he could see it that God is shifting things. Okay, um, and he was talking about UK and Israel relationships, um, and that dispensation is like God. A reordering a divine reordering of world affairs and God is God is on the move and he's on the throne yeah it's exciting Um, God's promises uh, are for um, and there's over 70 promises of God bringing back his people to his Jewish people from the nations back to Israel Promises of them returning to the land. Promises of them being restored to him. Promises Jerusalem is his and he's going to rule and reign from there, yeah? that promises to redeem their call cool as a people, their destiny to walk with him. And this a regathering of his people. A regathering of all people. It's harvest time. And we know that because we've been speaking that. But it's not just harvest for us and the one or two that around us that we are praying for. This is in the earth. There's a harvest of his people going on. So we can be really encouraged. This isn't just our uh, wanting to see a few people saved. This is God on the move, bringing his people back to himself. He's a father calling his children home. And with that, Will come the prodigals. And I want to talk about that in a minute. But first of all, I want Michael, if you can just come up and share for a few minutes on what you guys are just seeing happen in Israel. Because I think that's part of the big picture and we want to hear from you. Is that okay? Welcome, Michael. Just give him a hand, yeah? Thanks, Lou.
3: Thank you. Good morning, and uh, we're just so blessed to be here with Pastor Clive and Jane. You guys have been, as a church, a blessing to us. And we, I think when Vanessa and I walked in here this morning, just into worship, we can just feel the heartbeat of heaven yeah. in this place. There's a new sound. There's a new uh, yeah. just authority. And I think as you guys have been focused on prayer, that's that's starting to even affect <laughs> the people around. Yeah. So uh, I'll just introduce myself. As she said, Michael, my wife Vanessa is here on the front row yeah. as well. well we, li- we live in Jerusalem, but you might be saying, that doesn't sound like a Jerusalem accent. That sounds like an American accent. Well, actually, no, I am Canadian, I'm not American. My wife is American. And uh, actually, when we were dating, she found out that I wasn't American. And she said, wait, you're, you're not American? And I said, no, honey, you don't, get, don't mistake. We may drive on the same side of the road as Americans, but I'm loyal to the queen. And now she's been grafted into the Commonwealth as part... Well, so uh, I wanted to share just a little bit of what's happening with in Israel in the context of prayer. And when I think about Israel, it's hard to think about it uh, without thinking about what God said to pray, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And uh, I want to just read this passage out of Isaiah 62. He says, "On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have set watchmen all the day and all the night they shall never be silent. You who put the Lord in remembrance, take no rest and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes her a praise in the earth. He's saying, I want you to give the Lord no rest, to ceaselessly, to endlessly be knocking on the door and say, God, would you establish Jerusalem and make it a praise in the earth? Now, the question that I have is, why does God want us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem? Why does he want us to do that, especially when there's certain promises and prophecies that he says are going to happen, that are going to take place? We don't have that much time, but just I'll read one excerpt from Romans chapter 11. Paul says in Romans 11 verse 25, he says, I don't want you to be unaware of this mystery, brothers. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles, the fullness of the nations has come in. And in this way, all of Israel will be saved. He doesn't say all of Israel can be saved. He doesn't say all of Israel hopefully will be saved. He says all of Israel will be saved, which is an amazing promise that we cling to. But my question is, if God spoke it and said all of Israel will be saved, then what's left to pray about? Why do we need to pray? If God said it and God's words cannot be broken, why does he tell us to pray? not just pray. Why does he tell us to give him no rest? God, you already know what you want to do. You already know what you're going to do. Why should we pray? And I think this is a, a, a bigger issue for us to, to wrestle with. Why should we pray if God knows what he wants to do and is going to do it? And I want to suggest two things to us here this morning. I want to suggest that God even though he knows what he wants to do in the world, he has deemed, he has chosen that the way at which he accomplishes things in this world is through his people, is through his church, is through his body. We are his hands and feet. And God does not want to be a God that just does powerful things on his own. In fact, he ties himself to working through humans. What kind of God is this that ties himself and says, I am going to accomplish this, but I want to do it through you. And I believe that it gives God more glory. I think as we look, even as we parent our children, you know, how many times do we say uh, to a a child, say thank you, say please. I mean, we we could easily go and say please, thank you and do it for them. But we want to raise up our children to act with a certain culture, with a certain politeness. And I think God as well, he's he's not just looking for servants. He's looking for sons and daughters. And he's looking for sons and daughters that are image bearers. That know his will, that know what he wants, that know his heart. And that ask him confidently with boldness for it. And so when we read things like Romans 11, we see God, God desires that the nations of the world would come in in the fullness and that all of Israel will be saved. That helps tell us something about the Lord's heart so that we can pray with boldness and with specificity saying, God, I know you said this is going to come to pass, but I am going to give you no rest until it happens. And even as we look at, as we look at the story of Esther, what does Mordecai say to her when she's in uh, the king's palace and she's married, he says, salvation is going to come for the Jews one way or another. But maybe, just maybe God has called you here for such a time as this. He's going to accomplish his purpose, but he wants to do it through us because it gives God glory for him to, for the world to see his image bearers. And each and every one of us. And I just, I love the stories, uh, Ruth, I think, sharing about changing the culture with prayer. I think that's what God wants in this world for, for us to be his children that look like him with the authority of Jesus, the authority of Yeshua, who's able to speak and say, I know my father's will, and I'm going to speak with boldness and ask with authority. And the second thing, the reason I think God wants us to uh, pray is because it gives God more glory, and in Isaiah 64 it says, "From of old no one has heard, no one has perceived by the ear, no eye has seen a God beside you, who acts for those who wait for Him." With other gods, other false gods, it's it's about us. It's about man serving them. But God says, "No, no, I, I, my glory." Is seen as a God who acts for those who wait on Him, who call upon His name. That is how He chooses to act, and that's what distinguishes Him from every other false God, is that He is a God that desires to work through our prayers. And so, as we as we labor in Israel. Uh, Vanessa and I have the privilege of leading alongside both Wayne and Ann, Pastor Wayne and Ann Hilsden firm. It's a network of over 60 ministries and congregations that as Pastor Jane shared, we have Jewish people coming back from the four corners of the earth back to Israel. And now we see God opening hearts and minds. We read in Ezekiel chapter 36 about removing the heart of soul, and giving a heart of flesh once they're back in the land. And we're seeing more Jewish people come to know Jesus, not as the Christian God, but as the Jewish Messiah that he truly is. And we have the the, the privilege of just working with and helping to undergird and support these 60 ministries that are all laboring on the front lines. And I want to just share one story with us this morning that we can maybe be praying uh, about and for. And this is one ministry in Tel Aviv. It's actually called the Red Carpet Ministry. And what they do is they go to the red light district of Tel Aviv. And some of the worst, I mean, in Tel Aviv, you have a startup nation. You have the highest per capita number of startups than anywhere else in the world. And just a couple blocks from the downtown, you have the, the old bus station area where you can walk and you see people with needles in their arm passed out. And you see women who are there in the sex industry. And this ministry opens up their doors to let these women come in and just love on these women, to serve these women, to, to paint their nails, to give them a place to shower, to pray for them, to let them sleep. And, and some of them have come out of the sex industry and come to faith in Yeshua, which is amazing. We had the privilege of going to visit there with a couple groups of churches from, from the United States. And they, they said, wow, wow this is amazing, but it's really only 30 square meters, of the small space, someone's trying to pray while someone else is taking a shower. It's just, it's just a lot going on. And they said, what if we can find another place that's bigger where they can have beds to sleep? And so we're looking at how can we find a place? And this is what I want us to pray into right now. We, we found a place a couple blocks away, but it's already in the newer area of Tel Aviv. And it's amazing. It's a nice renovated place, but it's an extra 3,000 pounds a month of rent. Uh, but we found another place that's just next door. It's actually three times bigger. Uh, it's almost it's almost 300 square meters. And it's 500 pounds less per month of rent, but it's totally unrenovated and desolate. And there's trash and there's needles all over the floor. And so right now we're praying about how to come in and clean up this place of despair and turn it into a place of hope in the center of Tel Aviv, right in the right red light district. So I just ask, those are the kind of stories of what God's doing. And I just ask uh, you as a church to keep that ministry, keep us in our in your prayers as we think about How do we go about renovating and raising the money? And it's not just money that's going to go every month. In fact, it will reduce the cost of the overhead every month for them. And uh, we just have a small part of being able to help increase the capacity of this ministry. So with that, if we could just take one minute maybe to pray, I'm going to ask Vanessa to come up here and uh, just pray for this ministry. The leader's name is Anat Brenner, Yishai and Anat Brenner. And uh, Vanessa, would you pray for us?
6: God we're just so grateful for who you are. God, you are a good God, and you see us and you have called us to be a light and a witness to your people all over the world. So we just pray over and not we pray over the Red Carpet Ministry. Lord, will you just advance the kingdom through them? We're so grateful for what you are doing in them. So Lord, we just ask that your spirit, when your anointing will come upon them and each one of them that serves all of these women in the area. Lord, that your salvation will be known. And I just ask also for your spirit to just come Can Continue to advance the kingdom here. In this in this community right here, we thank you for kingdom faith. We thank you for this community. Lord, I thank you that we know that your presence is is here. It's tangible. So, Lord, will you advance the kingdom? Will you advance the things that you have put on their hearts to advance your kingdom to to continue to grow in the community? Lord, that you will bring provision here, right now in this community, as well as afar and in Israel. We bless you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Oh. oh, love those guys. We, um, I remember we took an offering last year, uh, in Kingdom Faith, and as a church to go to Israel, and we sent it to Firm. Uh, um, if you weren't sure, we might have said what, but these are the guys you can now, um, put a name to face, or whatever. Um, the money went into Firm. Fellowship of Israel Related Ministries and they dispersed it to many ministries out there that are reaching uh, those that need it in the land and these guys know who that is. So anyway, should we stand to our feet? We are, uh, we've heard a lot this morning, haven't we? Let's just close our eyes and our hearts. Just open up your hearts, uh, your minds and your lives, and Holy Spirit, we invite you, Lord, to come. Lord, you say in your word that there is more than we can ask or imagine by your power at work in us through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come, fill us If you aren't filled with the Holy Spirit, just ask Him right now Holy Spirit, Spirit of Jesus, come in, fill me, Holy Spirit, with your, with God's heart, with God's plans, with God's ideas, with His anointing and power to pray, to speak. To act, to do, Holy Spirit, what you want to do, where your kingdom wants to come into the lives around us, into our community, into our nation and the nations at this time. Holy Spirit, we want to surrender to you. Can you pray that? Surrender to you, Holy Spirit, that you will be Lord in my home, in my life, in my workplace, in my school. That I would be your child, full of you, full of your love at this time, bringing your kingdom. And we just decree, Lord, your righteousness, peace, and joy breaking out of our lives, out of our households, out of our church, into the communities around us. That, Lord Jesus, you will be glorified by what you are doing. Lord, as you are moving in the nations, as you are shaking, Lord, as you're causing individuals and nations to line up with you and with your word, Lord Jesus, We want to be on board. We want to be in the know. We want to be praying by the Spirit, led by your Spirit, Lord, and be involved in what you're doing at this time, Lord Jesus. It's a huge vision, but you are God. You are mighty. You are lining us up, Lord, and we say, yes, Holy Spirit, we're on board. We're on board as a church. Release your voice. Release your apostolic prayers and decrees from this place that are going to see things shift. They're going to see your kingdom come and your will done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video
3: podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.